0: It's awesome set of songs, Mark. And I'm one that actually believes that worship is just as important, if not more important, than uh, the teachings that go on up here. Um, that is directly from our hearts to our God. Amen. Uh, directly from our hearts to our God, if you, we are worshiping in the correct way you know, as he said, it's not a, a time, it's not a buffer time where we have 10 or 15 minutes to get to church. It's a time of worship of our Lord. So I'm with you on that. Well, I'm not Pastor All. <laughs> you noticed. Uh, Pastor Al, uh took a little little break, and uh, he's with his family. I believe they're in San Diego, one of their favorite places to go. So uh, he called some really great teachers, and they told him that uh, they couldn't do it, so he got down the line and finally got to me, and I said, yes, yes. (laughs) I don't know if he did that or not, maybe, but uh, no, I'm just making light of the situation, so uh, I gave Steve a good scare today because he thought he was going to teach. I was a few minutes late, Uh, so things are good tonight. Uh, The Lord... Gave me some scripture tonight out of First uh, Timothy, so if you want to turn turn in your word to First Timothy chapter four, uh, an awesome pastoral epistle. Now, in this epistle of First uh, Timothy, As we look at chapter 4, we're going to be seeing and looking at three things that Paul desired to give to Timothy and desires to give to the church as a whole. Uh, Remember, this letter is written to uh, Timothy, who was uh, a pastoral leader in the churches and setting up the churches there in Ephesus. And so the three things that we're going to look at in this chapter... Are number one, the great apostasy. Uh, what is that? That is the, the turning away hearts from God, the, the turning away from righteousness and Jesus Christ and that salvation that we have had. And that's the great apostasy, which we're going to look at. And that's verses one through six. I'm sorry, one through five. And then we're also going to look at what it is to be a good servant of the Lord. We all want to be good servants of the Lord, don't we? I mean, We all want to just uh, do the best we could possibly do for our God. So we're going to look at that tonight and some of the things that we can do in order to be good servants for the Lord. And last, we're going to look at taking heed to our ministries. The thing that God has entrusted us in and the thing that God has... Um, Uh, set before us to do the talents that he has given us you know and even though this this epistle is written to the teachers the leaders the pastors of the church at the time to timothy to pass on aren't we all ministers doesn't the bible give us all the authority to be ministers men you are ministers in your home you're the lead head priest in your home Uh, Ladies, you are ministers to your children. Fathers, you're ministers to your children also. We also minister to the world out there that's beyond our own front door, to our work, uh, to those things that bring us pleasure that we go to, uh, whether it be baseball games or um, uh, things that the Lord has talented us with that we go and we use our time doing. We're to be ministers in all of those moments that God sets up for us. So we're going to look at those three three things tonight. Uh, But before we do, let's go ahead and say a word of prayer because God needs to help me tonight. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, and I just thank you for the worship. Lord, worship is so important, Father, as we've already discussed, Father. And we thank you that that you do hear from us, Lord. I mean, (laughs) you're the God that sculpted mountaintops that dug the depths of the sea, Lord, that filled up the oceans. And yet you listen to our prayers and you listen to the songs that we sing and they bring you great pleasure. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for the change in our hearts that you have given us, Lord, that we that we just desire that you, Lord, would be glorified above all things tonight, Father. And we pray, Lord, that you would Allow your Holy Spirit, as you have already allowed him to be here for the worship, Lord, I pray that your Spirit would be laid upon me tonight as I read these words in your, in your mighty book, Lord, that you would allow them to come alive to your people, Father, and that you would minister to them in, in that way that only you can minister to them, Lord, and that you would bless this night as we enter into fellowship and the reading of your word, Lord. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. So before we get started into the text of 1 Timothy chapter 4, let's take a look at who Timothy was. And I'm sure most of you know this, but we'll go over it uh, just in case you didn't know. Timothy had joined Paul on his second missionary journey when he was in the city of Lystra in Galatia. And you can see that at Acts chapter 16, 1 through 14. Uh, if you remember, his mother Eunice was a Jew, a Jewish lady, and his father was a Greek. Which is important for us to remember in tonight's lesson, because Paul is going to remind Timothy not to be caught up in old wives' tales and fables that were going around at the time. And being part of that Greek heritage uh, there were many fables going around, that, that many teachings that were going around that were tainting the church. And so we're going to see that in a few minutes, how Paul warns him. But his father was a Greek. Uh, Paul took Timothy with him and spent three years preaching and teaching in Ephesus and the surrounding areas on his third missionary